Hey, stranger. <laughs> Hello to everyone listening. My name is Thraya. This is the Hey Stranger podcast. And before we start, let me set the scene for you. I'm currently sitting in a chair at my local park, which also happens to be one of the biggest tourist attractions in my city. Across from me is an empty chair, and on today's and every episode, that empty chair will be filled one by one by people of different backgrounds, mindsets, and walks of life. The only criteria is that they are a stranger. Okay. Yeah, sweet. Can you hear me? Uh, I'm yes, going to take ma'am. my mask off. Okay. So it could hear us better since we're six feet apart. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay, you hear me? Yes. All right, sweet. All right. Um, can I just have you do mic check one, two? Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two, testing, over. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, for my listeners, I'm here with my next guest. And what's your name? How old are you? Uh, my name is... And I'm 28. Okay, cool. I just turned 28. <laughs> <laughs> so you're one of the, you were a stranger who was curious about my setup, and you just came up to me. So I appreciate that. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts the work for me in half, not having to find a stranger. Um, so on today's episode, I'm having strangers come on and share a secret. Um, okay. And do you have a secret you'd be willing to share with us? Yeah. Um, if I cry, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good, man. So um, so. Me, am I, well, my secret, like, I, I haven't really tell anyone because I, I don't want them to think oh, I'm weak, you know, because I, I have a severe a PTSD ever since I came back from uh, Afghanistan. I see. Yeah. And how long ago did you come back from Afghanistan? Uh, uh, 2018. Okay. And nobody knows? No, because cause it, it's pretty hard for me uh, to tell, like, someone about my problem because I, cause I don't want them to think that oh he's weak I'll, I'll just suck it up and all that but honestly it's like it's been tough like like I can't like I don't know how to tell people like I'm trying to seek help but I don't know how to seek help my first instinct when you shared that with me was not that you're weak but that you're strong like yeah. it takes a lot it takes more strength to say that than yeah. to keep it in you know yeah. what I'm saying oh yeah definitely so I hope you know that, and like my goal by the end of this conversation is for you to like genuinely feel that. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. So can you explain to us what it feels like to have PTSD? So it really sucks, honestly. <laughs> like, I, like I keep distance away from from people because not because of COVID, because because <laughs> because um like I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's like a undescribable feeling. He's like, I could, I could barely, I could barely uh, s- uh, sleep at night. I can. It's like, I don't want to get too close to people, like just in case it, 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 something happens, and uh, I feel about what actually happened downrange, but with my buddy. Oh, what was that? Um, he, uh, he died from a uh, IED. Well, IED is an improvised explosive device. Oh, where the over the Taliban, the uh, uh, just digs it, and it's it's kind of like a landmine. Do you want to seek help from, like like professional help? I really do, yeah. But just, I'm sorry. You're, it's like, fine. like I really do, but I just I just don't know what like like how to approach it. Okay. 
can I do you mind if I get your contact info and kind of just like maybe oh yeah definitely help you with like who you could reach out to I feel like you probably have a lot that you'd want to get off your chest so I just want to like let you know like the rest of this time you could is there like what else do you want to share with us like um for like ever since I, I uh, experienced about the what happened is like like I'm always like on edge always have anxiety like I always check my surroundings so for like a suspicious activity you know so it's like ever since that happens like I've never been normal mm. and yeah and do you um please let me know if like are you okay with follow-up questions oh yeah that's fine okay I'll and try my best <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it honestly no. was it one specific thing that happened when you were there that has stayed with you or is it just overall everything multiple things uh, just a uh, overall experience like always on edge uh, uh, during mission like uh, always, uh, always getting attacked uh, on base every night or almost every night and just uh, just experience so uh, with my buddy you know mm. how long were you there for uh, nine months nine months and how old were you at the time oh uh, uh, 25 so how would you explain your life before going there and how would you explain your life now oh before i was just like like happy going party guy <laughs> <laughs> at work just like oh after work uh, are you down to go clubbing and all that mm-hmm. it's like then then after that is like oh i, I just want to like uh, keep my distance away from people uh, uh, just in case that they have like a suicide vest and then and then ever since that is is like it it's just been like in my head uh, constantly like for example like oh if that person right there like probably uh, i'm sorry no you're fine take your time it's like like just being on edge and always like having that oh fucking uh pulling security moment Mm -hmm. like it, it sucks so you constantly feel like you're in a war zone. Yeah. Does anything help? Smoking, drinking, just uh, ease uh, ease my mind and all. Dang man, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I wish, like, I wish I could just make you feel better somehow. You know why I think it's so important that you're talking. I feel like there's so many people who are probably going through the same thing you are, but like, aren't willing to even talk about it to yeah. a stranger because there is some sort of ease in talking about it it is yeah right? like like right now like i feel so at ease right now you do <laughs> yeah well i'm glad <laughs> like my worst fear when people open up to me is like i hope like it's making them feel better i hope it's not making them feel worse you know yeah. what i'm saying so like the fact that you're feeling better makes me happy yeah and it, su- it sucks too because like it, it would just it would try to keep like what's that word i try to put it in a bottle it's like it, it'll just get worse and worse at time yeah but as you know as you open up that bottle and just talk to someone it feels like a lot better like right now <laughs> i'm glad well you know i'm gonna i think i'm gonna try to help you find someone to reach out to but even if you don't if you don't feel comfortable doing that you could just meet me here every couple of weeks on the podcast yeah. would you be down to do that um i'm so down but the sad thing is uh, i'll be going back uh, to my duty station on sunday Oh, you are? You're still in the military? Yeah. 
Okay. You're going back this Sunday. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> oh. When are you when are you out of the military? Um in three years. <laughs> in three years. Yeah. Is there any way you could leave because you have PTSD? Oh no. They don't let you leave for that? Oh no, no I gotta finish up my contract and then yeah. So even if you were to like see a doctor and they diagnose you with having PTSD, you're still you still have to go possibly into a war zone again. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> and the sad thing is like like yeah, if I talk if I talk to someone like a a specialist about this, then they'll just give me some oh here's some anxiety pills, here's some sleep pills like I'm trying to well, stay away but for like those for like medicine and drugs and all that just in case of the side effects and all that because have you tried them before and had the side effects not really no because uh, i'm kind of i'm kind of scared of taking them dang i'm just so sad that you're leaving on sunday yeah i'm sorry <laughs> um and i think i really think that's not fair like yeah. like i'm sorry that you have to go do that and then also when will you be back oh most likely next year around december Next year on December, we'll yeah. just hang in there <laughs> until much, then, I'm and trying. we'll meet back here again next December. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going exactly? Uh, to uh, I'll be going back uh, to uh, uh, to North Carolina. To North Carolina, and yeah. then so, 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 what are you doing here now? Uh, right now, uh, I'm on leave uh, to uh, to see friends and family. Oh, so you're from San Diego, but yeah. you're stationed in North Carolina. Yeah, I see. So when you're in North Carolina, do they have like good resources for people who have PTSD in the military that you could reach out to? Oh, they do, yeah. But with me personally, it's like I don't know like how to approach it. What do you mean by that? Like you don't know how to take the first step? Yeah, it's like I don't know if it's by pride or I don't know if I'm scared or because because people will, will say like, oh, he's going to what behavior health, he's weak and all that. Oh, or do you do you do the people around you are you are they likely to say that? Oh yeah, <laughs> but but what we're doing right now is like I feel like so, so much better right now uh, just uh, talking about it. I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, and then you said you share it with your friends sometimes, like close friends. Yeah, but I try to, but they just don't understand what what I, I've been through and all. Because they haven't been in the military. Yeah. So the problem right now is your friends in the military look down on. PTSD, they see it as weakness. Yeah. And your friends outside the military, they there's no way they could even grasp their mind around it because they haven't been in a yeah. situation like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> and it's crazy too because it's funny because uh, we just met too, and uh-huh. then I'm just telling you everything. He's like. Sometimes like, it's easier yeah. <laughs> to open up to a stranger. It is, yeah. <laughs> right? Because you're going to walk away from here and you never have to see me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have that option. Yeah. Even if you give me your contact info, you could ignore me. Like, there's no way for me to find you. I think there's, like, a sense of comfort in that. It you is. know what I'm saying? That's so interesting you say that because so many people, like, on my channel, like, my some of my videos get a lot of views. Yeah. And in the episodes, people, like, pour their heart out. Like, a lot of people cry. And my most common comment is like, Thraya, like, how are they so willing to open up to you? But I don't think people understand that, like, opening up to a stranger is so yeah. much easier. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so you agree with that? I do, yeah. And you didn't realize that until this moment. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what you should do? You should just find strangers. Just, just a random stranger <laughs> be like, hey, buddy. <laughs> the question I ask everyone uh, to end this 
uh, to end the podcast. Sorry, I'm freezing. So I'm okay. like, <laughs> it's like hard for me to talk. But I asked everyone, would you be willing to share with us, um, start off by the most painful part of your journey and then end it with the most beautiful part of your journey. Okay. And if you could share specific stories um, and, and instead of like just generalizing, that'd be great as well. Yeah. So whenever you're ready. So the most painful part was actually uh, hearing hearing the news about about my buddy, like 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 my buddy. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> like hearing about the weapon uh, to my buddy after he stepped on the IED. So. Yeah, it was like extremely mad about that. Like, yeah, I kind of like, I just couldn't sleep. But yeah, but the most beautiful part was like, like actually coming home, like just, just, I just seeing everyone again. And for that, like, I'm extremely grateful. You're gonna make. I'm like about to start crying. <laughs> Give me a second. I've never cried <laughs> on my like on my show. I'm sorry. It was tough. It's just not fair, like, what you're going through. But just talking about it, like, it makes me feel, like, like way so much better. Like, I'm just tired of, of, of just keeping it inside me for, like, over two, three years. And yeah. Give me a second. That's okay. <sighs> finish what I was saying yeah. I've been doing this for three years and I've met like 60,000 people and <clears throat> geez I can't finish the sentence <laughs> I don't think I've met anyone as strong as you yeah, thank you <laughs> thank you why am I so <laughs> emotional <laughs> Is it like is it tough for you that I'm crying at all? Like oh. I don't want to make you feel bad. Like like I like don't be upset that I'm crying. Oh no, of course not. <laughs> okay, you're not. Oh no. no okay. No. <laughs> like like uh like uh, how you feeling right now is like I've been I've been feeling the same exact way like almost every day and it sucks, but uh, I'll, but. Like in the inside, like I'm, I'm hurt. Like I'm, I'm just like, I'm just hurt. I'm just depressed and all because of what happened. But then, like in the outside, like I, I just always put a smile on because I don't want other people uh, to feel like what I've been through. So I, so I just put a smile on, try, try my best to make people laugh and all that. 
Yeah, you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> you made me fat laugh like five times before you even came on the podcast. <laughs> but like, that's like my, that's why I don't f- want you to feel bad for me crying. Cause like, I don't want you to think that when you open up to people that like, that it makes them feel sad. It's just more like, I think people need to feel what you're feeling. Right. Yeah. So you could feel better too. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, life's just not fair. It's it's not honestly. <laughs> It's not fair, like, because I came here. I, w- I was so excited uh, to come uh, to come to Balboa Park because, it, like, wow, I was in North Carolina. I I heard like all all the museums were open. I was so soaked. Oh. Like, as soon as I came here, November fifteenth on my birthday, he's like, "Oh, everything's closed down." I'm just like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> November fifteenth was your birthday. That was a few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> Happy late birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so you just turned twenty eight. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. So going back to how I wanted to end this, I'm going to try to get through it one more time. Um, I think you're a very strong person. I've met a lot of people and you're one of the strongest, if not the strongest person I've met. Thank you so much. Um, And the fact that you're keeping it all together, I think says a lot about you. Um, And I honestly wish the best for you. I hope that you start feeling better. Yeah, thank you. And... I'm sure we'll talk again. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to get your info. We're going to have you back here next December. Sweet. And <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> maybe we'll even do like a FaceTime podcast. Oh, that's perfect. Would you be able to do that? I'm so down. All right, cool. <laughs> um, do you have any ending thoughts to end your segment? No, I'm just I'm just happy and blessed uh, to be back home, seeing friends and family and an awesome stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Good job. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much. Thank that should you. like like really feel like a lot better. I'm glad. I know I would hug you too. I swear, it's COVID sucks. All right, so <laughs> welcome to my podcast. You're my second guest ever. Woo! Thanks for having me. First of all, what's your name? DJ uh, DJ Robinson. So basically, I have this YouTube channel that's all about meeting strangers, and typically, I'm like never in them. I'm behind the camera, so mm-hmm. I'm a little outside my comfort zone today. Nice. So what I'm trying to do is trying to make a podcast version of my YouTube channel, and that is just meeting strangers, asking them to some to do something bold or to answer a question that'll take them outside their comfort zone. And today I asked you if you would like to share a secret or if you would like to share a story. So which one do you want to start with? Um, I, I guess I'll start with a secret. Okay, cool. So whenever you're ready, go ahead. Okay, so I'm, I'm a musician by, by trade. I, I call myself a music man. I've always worked in music. But my secret is that I've always been the worst snapper <laughs> out of anyone I've ever met, even though I like work heavily in music my snapping is terrible and it, it's just it's never been good <laughs> how's my snapping your snapping's great like yours i thought yours was great like like i've i've gotten a little better in this hand on your left years. hand are you left-handed i'm left-handed okay so like that's gotten better but like that's as much of a snap sound as i make <laughs> or like people like can really snap and i've never i've never been a good snapper so are you a little embarrassed or like it's it's horrifying because there's plenty of times in music when everyone's like yeah just snap along and i'm like or clap (laughs) just clap maybe (laughs) oh man that's so funny or i try to hide in the back so no one can tell that like i'm not actually making a sound it's just like 
movement. <laughs> You're like tapping the other hand. It's like hopping like bubble wrap to just like make a sound. <laughs> you know what's funny is like, well, one, I think I'm a pretty good snapper. You and are. I know two different ways to snap too. Okay, so another one is. Can you hear that? I I hear it, but I don't even understand how <laughs> that's happening. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I could clap with one hand. That's amazing! <laughs> I wish I could give one to you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that's that's kind of my secret, and it's it's pretty embarrassing. Okay. Um, just because I I work in music a lot, but I've I've never been a good snapper. Well, I don't think you should be embarrassed of because I mean it doesn't necessarily because like you could still keep a beat and like you know it doesn't say much about your musical abilities. It's just I guess your fingers just can't do it. <laughs> my fingers weren't made for snapping as much and yeah. yeah it's it's not like a terrible thing there's always like a moment where everyone's shocked if I mention like oh no I can't snap but they're like what do you mean you can't snap I'm like no don't do that to me <laughs> uh. I'm working on like facing my fears and things like that so acknowledging that I cannot snap is, is part of my growth <laughs> okay cool I'm, I'm proud of you <laughs> thank you so I'm, I'm like curious what kind of music you make um, I like to say that I work in three to five genres a day because okay. um, I teach uh, music. I mostly teach voice lessons and that's everything from classical to musical theater, from like pop and R&B to jazz and country and gospel. Oh, wow. Um, so I get to work in a lot of different genres. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's really cool. It's, it's fun. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't like p putting people on the spot when they tell me they're like, I don't know, they make music or whatever, but I do have kind of a big platform. So if do you, would you be down to like give us a snippet or like if you want to sing and then give tell us where we could find you oh my gosh um sure you know that's okay, it's cool. like that's that the artist plight is when some you tell someone that you do music and they'll just be like you're a singer sing something i know i so hate it's doing like, that but also no like, it's okay <laughs> i've got like 25 years of practice with it now <laughs> um i would say give me a genre and i can sing Ooh, something Shenmue, what should we do something smooth um i mean here's a little i guess this is like an old classic jazz thing and we're outside and whatnot um okay Blue skies smiling at me Nothing but blue skies do I see Bluebirds singing a song Nothing but bluebirds from now on Wow! <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, man. Thank you. That gave me chills. Where can we find your music? Um, so I'm on uh, I'm on Facebook and on YouTube and Instagram. Um, Will B J Rob is what everything's under. Okay. W I L L B J R O B. Okay, cool. Yeah. Everyone, go follow him. Show him some love. <laughs> Put, if there was like a snap emoji, I would snap tell them for to me come. If you can. <laughs> That was beautiful, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. This I appreciate. Did you want to do the other one too? The sharing a story, or you just want to? Um, I think I'm I'm good with the. Okay, the cool. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <Woo>! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was so good. This is fun. This is funny. This is actually, this is my first day leaving the house since March for any kind of like attempt to go out and do work. Wow. And so I just finished doing a theater project a couple blocks over, which was also an interview. 
<laughs> and then I was like, I'm just gonna come walk through Balboa Park because I haven't been here since March. Um, and the guy singing over on the bridge there is one of my former students. Oh no way! So, uh, we're, we so like love his music. Yeah, Jaden's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. I like. I saw your outfit. I was like, that guy is so cool. I need to get him on the. <laughs> Uh, yeah, since it was like my day out, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dress me. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, no, I yeah. love it. Hello. Hey. How's it going? I'm good. Cool. I'm so good. you you are my next guest on my podcast. It's right. called Hey Stranger, and it's all about meeting strangers, asking them questions. Sure. And today you're on an episode where I'm asking strangers to share a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have something you'd like to share with us? Sure. Well, uh, my name is Jelani and I'm from Chicago, Chi-Town, Chirac. <laughs> and um, just visiting here in, in uh, uh, San Diego. And um, yeah, so one thing that I am basically, I've kept hidden uh, away, tucked away is that I was homeless. I was homeless. And I was homeless from like 2004 to like 2006. I was homeless in Chicago. And you know, it gets really cold in Chicago, you know, and during the, during the winter, you know, it's like the way it is is that you seek in shelter, nice places where you get you could get warmth, yeah. and heat, things and things of that nature. And so around this time, it, I swear, I swear it was freezing. It had to be in about 20 degrees below zero around that polar vortex. You know, this is something new. We wasn't used to that coming up, growing up um, in Chicago. You know, the coldest it might get might be about 30, 20 degrees at the at the most. But now it's getting it was getting it's getting even worse than that. But um, so I'm I'm basically walking around trying to find a place where I can warm up and. They're like, no, you can't come in here. You know, you know how some people are about their establishments, you yeah. know, and I can respect that, you know. And so I'm thinking like, man, what can I do? So I'm walking, heading towards White Castle. Um, I grew up in um, in um, uh, near University Park, the south south suburbs of Chicago. And so uh, Lincoln, Lincoln Highway and Western and on this corner, you know, you cut through the parking lot to get to a place to warm up. I swear, I'm walking past this parking lot of cars, and I found some keys on 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 the uh, on on the um, on the ground. Uh-huh. And on these keys, it's got the label of of the vehicle uh, that it goes to. Like a license plate? Like a license plate, but it's on the key. Oh. So I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, oh. <laughs> like is this is this a blessing? So I'm like, I don't know. So I go and I look for this car on the lot mm-hmm. and I found the car. And this was like about maybe about noon. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come back in the middle of the night and nobody will see me and I'm going to get it, get this car. And I did. I got the car. I went back, say maybe about midnight, like I said before. Mm -hmm. And 
I went to the car, opened the door, it opened up the door, full tank of gas, put my key in, started it right up. I mean, this was a real nice car, real nice car. And I drove the car off the lot. Now, I'm in Chicago, I'm everywhere, downtown, doing it, kicking it, whatever, you know, and just enjoying myself. But all the while, my conscience is in the back of my head like, bro, you know, this is totally fucked up what you're doing, bro. And I'm just like, man, girls was like, hey, I want to ride. You know, I got caught up in that. What kind of car was it? It was a Jaguar. It was red. It was fire red, too. It was nice. It was badass. A Jaguar. I mean, like, totally European, European classy. Jaguars are very, very classy cars. Yeah. So, you know, um, so I had the car for about a week. And, I mean, I I did everything. I went down to Atlanta, <laughs> kicked it in the car. I went to Freaknik. I did everything, girl, in that car. Drove the car back. I thought it was my car. I was driving it like it was my car. And the whole time you also felt guilty about I, it. Yeah, I did. I did. And finally, about the seventh day, I'm like, this shit is not right. Mm. So you know what I did? That night, I took the car back at midnight, and I parked the car in the same spot, and I wrote a note. Like, I didn't know. I don't, no, I didn't even write a note. Okay. I didn't write a note. I wrote a mental note. You know, <laughs> what, like, what did the mental note say? It said, sorry, I'm, I, I did the wrong thing. I shouldn't have done it. But I brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> it, had, it had like maybe about a thousand more miles on it, maybe two thousand miles on it, but I brought it back. And um I told myself, if I got away with it, I would never I would never do it again. Steal a car. Mm-hmm. So since then I've been on the straight and narrow and just trying to live my life right, you know, because karma's a mug. Yeah. But I guess that day she she liked me. Yeah, so, yeah, that's one thing I've always kept dear to my heart, you know. No one knows about that story. You do now. So, <laughs> and your audience. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so I have some follow-up Don't questions. you tell on me. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't. Right. Um, I have some follow-up questions. Okay. So was it right after that that you started working towards not being homeless? Or like, I guess, mm-hmm. actually first, let's, if you don't mind answering, was there something specific that happened that led you to becoming homeless? I lost my father 2004, and that kind of hit me hard. Mm. Me and my father, we were like this. And so I kind of like lost my best friend. So, yeah, that's what happened. I started just being wild. Mm. And I was living with my mother and... I was in the house drinking all types of the night, inviting girls over, partying. We was just partying. And my mother was like, Jelani, you got to go. So that's how I ended up out on the streets. Yeah, so, you know, I was just wild. I was wild. Mm. How were you able to kind of work towards not being homeless? Yeah. Uh, Let me see. What was that defining moment where you, you you come to yourself? I would say the birth of my son. Wow. My son Bashir. And I love him to death, man. um, He basically, I I saw him as a gift from God 
given me a reason to live. Well, you know, not just for me, mm-hmm. but for him and me becoming a better person. So, yeah, my, the birth of my son, Bashir. So what do you think your life would have looked like if he wasn't born? Oh, man, a mess. I'll probably be dead by now. Real talk. I'll be dead by now. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I am too. Yeah. I see life differently now. You know, I've traveled a lot met a good friends yeah you know and life is good now i see my son i just sent him a drone for his birthday his birthday is november 7th <laughs> so he's, he's learning how to fly a drone yeah wow so that story that you told me like is i guess maybe walk us through does anyone know that you've you've been homeless or is that a secret too in itself no only those that's real close and dear to me and you and your your fans know now all right but i guess you all are family now family <laughs> but yeah only my family only my family really knows and so i think i know what the answer is going to be mm-hmm. but like i'll ask anyways maybe there's a uniqueness in your answer why is that a secret why haven't you been willing to tell that to people you know, um, in the Word of God, there's a passage where it talks about keeping some things dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a way to encourage yourself, right? It's a way to encourage yourself through troubling times. So I got plenty of them, you know, but I just told that to you because, uh, I don't know, I just been, I wanted to get that one off my chest. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think there is like, I think I'm glad that you shared that because yeah. a lot of listeners will see that like, I don't know when you when you told me that story. Even off the bat, I didn't see you as a bad person because, okay. like, you're freezing, right? Yeah. And what are the chances? Yeah, that- you know, <laughs> and you know, I grew up thinking like, man, I'm never going to steal a car. But the truth of the matter is, when that opportunity presents itself, you never know what right. you're capable of. And if you're in a mindset where you're like desperate yeah. for warmth or food, yeah, you know, and that was a wake up call for me. I heard the bells ringing like, man, you never know what you do if presented with a situation. I was freezing. Right. I mean, like, literally, I've seen people have their fingers cut off in being extreme cold. I was cold. Wow. So I was desperate. So I never say never now. You never know what you're capable of uh, when presented with, you know, with with a situation. You never you never know. Yeah. Every time I tell my mom, like, oh, I would never do that. She just tells me, like, be careful. Like, <laughs> you, you, never, yeah. you never know. Like, you literally never God know. God has a funny way of testing you. Yeah. See if that's really true. If you're really about that life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think it says a lot about you that you got, like, you got a taste of, like, the goodness of, mm-hmm. like, the warmth with the car. Like, yeah. I'm assuming you slept in it. Yeah. And, like, I feel like most people, when they get a taste of that, they mm-hmm. would be more willing to, like, you know what, like, I want to, like, keep this car Just forever. Keep going. But the fact that you took it back in a week, I yeah. think that's pretty, like, because, inspiring too. Yeah, because I thought, like, okay, shit, you know, this shit is going to wear off, man. Yeah. Like, this good vibe that I'm having, it's like, it's not going to last forever. Someone is going to come looking. Mm-hmm. You know, for that nice, beautiful car. Yeah. It's not mine for, uh, for you know, for for that matter. You know, it belongs to some, you know. So I just like, man, if, if am I really ready for the circumstances that comes along with me living like that? You know, right. Yeah. Like I said, karma's a mug, you know. Yeah. You so, believe in karma? Oh, yeah. And I believe it's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Uh, 
It's like nature, you know. Oh. It's like mother's wit, you know. It's like what goes around comes around. That's you know. Yeah, I believe that. I believe it. Yeah. Have you had good karma in your life? Since I turned my life around. Yeah. Yeah. Before then, it was just stuff wasn't working out for me. Yeah. I feel like you have a lot of good stories. I do. I can, <laughs> I can be here all day, but I got a friend over there. Right, right, yeah, right. So. I think maybe I'll just give you the stage to kind okay. of end this however you'd like. Yeah. Maybe if you could talk to people who are on the wrong road or like mm. even people are on a good road like i feel like you would have some wise words for people so how yeah. do you want to end how do you want to end your segment on this podcast okay do i look at the camera or do i talk to you look at me yeah, yeah. okay um i'm i would say that um life is what you make it i've learned that what you put in you're going to get out of it so try and put good in it it may not happen tomorrow it may not happen that day for that matter. It may not happen at the end of the week, but it's going to come back to you is the, uh, the kicker. If you put bad in, bad is going to come back to you. It has the same strength and power and moves the same way as good. So I would say try and put good in energy in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Try and, try and, it's hard sometimes, especially nowadays with this COVID, you know, with all of these killings and... The world is really looking for something, something. So why not show it good? Because in the end, it'll come back to you and you're going to reap the benefits. So do good. Man, that's what I would say. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. I appreciate it. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) That's awesome, man. All right. Wow. All right. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you. I knew you would have a good story, too. Uh, it wasn't too boring, was it? No, no, it was amazing. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, see, I saw your page. I was like, oh, these people are crying. Like, they're really giving us some me. And that is it for our first episode. Thank you for listening. Before you go, I do have a huge favor to ask. Because my podcast is so new and there are so many amazing podcasts out there, the best way you can help me stand out and grow is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This podcast is available on other platforms as well, like Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and many others. So following and subscribing on there will help also. But again, the best thing you can do is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I hope you'll consider doing it. To make it fun, I thought it would be cool for you all to answer the following question under hopefully a five-star review. Who's one stranger you still remember? I'll read through all your answers, share some on my Instagram story. So if you want me to tag you, please make sure to include your Instagram handle as well. Also, the video version of my podcast episodes will always be available on my YouTube channel a few days after they air. So if you are curious what the strangers look like, that will be the place to go. Thank you so much. I love you all and we'll meet again next Tuesday.